Welcome to Sports with Anthony, everybody. Today is Tuesday, February 9th, and we got a lot to talk about with the NFL, some of the NBA, but mainly about the Super Bowl. I'm going to give my little input today on it, and later this week on Thursday, I finally get to have a group segment with all my boys, with Nathan, Chris, my cousin Michael, we're all going to do one joint segment to talk about the Super Bowl and our thoughts collectively on what we think. I hope you enjoy tonight's segment and let's get started. Need I say more about this Super Bowl? And this is what Gronk and Brady had to say. (laughs) 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 And what a game, people. It, It reminded me of a little bit of Legion of Boom when they played Peyton Manning. And Manning had that high power offense and Legion of Boom just they had their number that game, and it is what it is. But the next year, Denver came back, and they did win. So, but this one, man, Tom Brady came out, played solid. The Chiefs had their chances at the beginning to get touchdowns, but what is the thing that will hurt you? You only got field goals, but Tampa Bay was getting touchdowns, so then the lead started a stretch like that. And if that's going to – if that's going to be how it's going to be when you're playing, especially in the Super Bowl, uh, time will not be your friend when you're only getting field goals. And it ended up Tampa Bay had their number. They had time to prepare. They already played once this year against each other. But it was it was just a solid game by Tampa Bay. Chiefs struggled. But you know what? The Chiefs will be back. I know my son is going to be disappointed. But I'm so glad Tom got his seventh ring. Seven three, seven and three in Super Bowls. He has more Super Bowls, people, than any other franchise in NFL history. And it's the Patriots and Steelers that have six. Tom Brady has seven. Tom Brady has seven. Never count out the GOAT. Never. He is 43 years old, playing lights out. He knows how to manage a game. And I tell you what. If there's anything going into next season besides the Chiefs or even the Green Bay Packers, I believe that this Tampa Bay team, they are built to win now. But if they get back, pretty much everybody they get back, they are going to make a good run. And let's see if they can get back to the Super Bowl and do a repeat. Because what a storyline that would be for Tom Brady where the beginning of his career – He won back-to-back championships with the Patriots. Can he end his career winning back-to-back championships? I think that will be pretty cool. And guess what? There's never been a three-peat NFL Super Bowl champion. So can that be another storyline that we talk about in the future? But, you know, one day at a time. Let them enjoy this. I'm very excited for them. I'm excited for the Bengals as well this year, but that's going to be a whole nother a whole nother story once it comes to training camp. But congratulations to the Bucks. My wife is happy, so that makes me happy. So go Bucks. Congratulations, Tom Brady. And you once again show why you are the GOAT. And in NASCAR, everybody, on Sunday. 
we have the Daytona 500. Let's get ready to hear those engines, hear those cars. Now that's what I'm talking about. So let's get our racing caps on and let's enjoy this one on Sunday, everybody. And in the NBA uh, this week, the trade deadline is uh, nearing an end. So they're trying to figure out certain teams, who they need to get rid of, who they want to sign. And Derrick Rose got traded from the Pistons. He's playing solid. He did well last year, too. And he is back with the Knicks. But it's the final year of his contract. It makes sense that you would do this type of a trade with the veteran of, of his caliber. Because uh, after you want to get something for him, instead of having him become a free agent, you get nothing. So they traded him, and he's going to be a Nick for the rest of this season. Then he's a free agent. And this is what I believe, everybody. I really think he will be an L.A. Laker next year. He'll be a backup point guard, and I think that'll, that can help for the Lakers' three-peat. Yes, I said three-peat. And that would be Derrick Rose's first championship ever too so what a what a culmination that could be if he ends up a laker in the offseason but as of right now he's a nick apparently julius randall former uk player is on the trading block too which he is very good and he's putting up great numbers so see what the knicks can get out of the value for trading him and i hope he goes to a winning team and we'll see what other trades happen later this week. I'll I'll update everybody on what trades occurred. But right now, that's the main one that happened. Derrick Rose is now Nick. And in college basketball, it looks like that the Big Ten tournament is moving from Chicago to Indianapolis. And I really feel like because all the March Madness games are going to be held in Indy, that before that, a, a lot of the other tournaments will be held near Indy, something like that. So you're pretty much in a bubble. So we'll see what happens with that. As, as it gets closer to the conference tournaments, I'll inform people of where it's at and uh, who's going to be in the games. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's this time of the, of the month for college basketball. It's a struggle for UK, but you know what? They still have a chance in the SEC tournament. If there's some some grace of God that they get it together, they would have to win the SEC tournament to get in to March Madness. But we'll see, and we'll see how the other teams do on a later date uh, this week. I'll talk more in depth of college basketball, but right now, that's an update on where some of the tournaments are being moved to, and I'm excited to see what happens. And in NHL hockey, there's about five teams that's been reported that they have some COVID-related issues, so they're trying to readjust their schedules. And other than that, uh, I'm excited to see what the Rangers do, what the Red Wings do, what the Boston Bruins do. Pittsburgh Penguins. Those are my top teams that I really enjoy watching in hockey. And also, ex-wild captain Kiovu retires with Columbus. 
he spent almost his entire career as the with the Wild, and he retired uh, this week. So congratulations to him on a great career. Hope he has a great time in retirement. And I'm excited to see with the shortened season what these teams can do. And can't wait for the NHL playoffs, everybody. And I'd like to thank Sega and the NHL Hockey 1993 intro music for this segment. Well, and in golf news, we have uh, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am is going to be underway. And the golfer Harrington had to step out of it because he tested positive. So he has to be out. And also with this uh, Pebble Beach uh, Invitational, Johnson pulled himself out of it because he just won his uh, for the second time at the Saudi International Invitational. So he just given, he's given himself a break. And uh, Kepka, he... Uh, had an eagle chip that gave him his second Phoenix win. So it's good to see that he's back in the groove and winning. So it'll be exciting to see Pebble Beach. It's a great golf course to, to watch and and see them play. And hopefully one day I want to go there and golf there. That'll be pretty fun. That'll be a good one. It'll be uh, good to watch and see who ends up winning. And uh, before we know it, it'll be the Masters, everybody. So get your popcorn ready for that one because that's always a joy. And now for our segment in Isles Files, I have found that in MLS soccer, there are, they listed some of the youngest players ever signed so far. And for 2021, for the New York Red Bulls, 14 years and 364 days in 2021, Bento Australia signed a contract in February. One of the youngest ever to sign an MLS contract. Can you imagine that a 14-year-old boy has that much skill to already play at the MLS level? That's amazing. That'll be interesting to see and see how he matures and, and even gets better. And then for Olympic sports... Are the Tokyo Olympics really going to happen? That It's a hot topic. I feel like it can happen, but I think there's going to be a handful of countries that either have half participants from their country or they just pull out and they just don't do it all together. So we'll see what happens as it gets closer. But, you know, it's in the summer, so um, – six months away. So they need to decide what they're going to do. And as it gets closer to that time, I'll inform us all what they're going to do. Personally though, if you're not, if you're going to have countries pull out and you think it's going to be unfair, why not just wait and just do it that next four years when it was supposed to be the in the next four years and just, you have to skip one. So we'll see what happens. And then in PGA, a cool little thing that occurred for them was that they now, for the first time in major professional competition, are allowing distance measuring devices at three of their major at three majors for the first time ever. And it's going to be at the uh, 
PGA of America. It's going to, let's see. It'll be allowed this year at three major championship runs by the PGA of America, the PGA Championship, the KPMG Women's PGA Championship, and the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship. And of course, as you know, as a amateur golfer like myself and a bunch of my friends, uh, you can use them in recreational play and and it, it just helps you figure out your distance and everything. But I think it's cool they're going to allow this at the pro level. Yes. Uh, is it an unfair advantage? I don't think so. I think that, of course, you can have your naked eye to see how far you go. You already have flags that are out there. Why not allow you to use a distance reader so you know for yourself how far you have to go? I think it's cool they're going to do it for three of the majors. And hopefully in the future, they get to do that most of them. And the last thing is Marty. In the NFL, we had a very famous coach pass away who had, under his belt, he hired a lot of people through the years to get their start at coaching. And it's sad to say at 77 years old, battling Alzheimer's disease, that Marty Schottenheimer passed away. But it, apparently it had been known for the last few weeks that it was going to happen. But he was 77. Uh, he's one of the top 10 all-times in wins at coaching. A wonderful person, wonderful guy. He will be missed and just rest in peace and uh, pray for his family and friends and everybody as uh, they go through this together. And for the rest of my IELTS files, I don't have any anything else for today in this segment, but as interesting things come about, I'll make sure that I add some in my future podcast. Thank you for listening to Sports with Anthony today on Tuesday, and later this week on Thursday, I'll be collaborating with all of my guest hosts for a segment that I am going to call In the Huddle with Anthony, Nathan, Chris, and Michael as we discuss the Super Bowl and our thoughts and opinions about the game and what occurred during that game. And later on, as it gets closer to the Masters in golf, I hope to get my other best friend, Jonah Wurstel, uh, to talk to me about his thoughts on the Masters and how golf is going along this year as he is a huge golf guru and will be Nice to hear his opinion on what he thinks is going to happen in the Masters. So everybody, have a great night. Have a great few days until my next podcast on Thursday. Stay warm. Stay safe. I'll see you soon.